here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Thursday. It's KHON to go. Aloha kakahiakaka code is 653. Welcome back to Aloha Thursday weather. Looking beautiful outside. Taking a live look in our Zephyr cam. Few low-level clouds that have been pushed through with the trade wind flow, but uh, pretty dry here for the western half of the state. So similar conditions that we've been kind of seeing from yesterday. But the good news is we've been going to see an uptick in our trade winds from yesterday. We had just around 15 miles per hour with uh, some hot temperatures today. State forecast high of around 92 degrees. So definitely going to be warm, especially during midday. But the good thing is we do have this high pressure system that's been uh, strengthening to moderate trade wind levels. So just around 20 miles per hour is what we're expected. So a little bit more of a cooling sensation uh, for our trade winds that will help us out. As we're taking a look at what's going on uh, with our, our rain chances right now, you can see here Doppler radar just tra tracking the sparks, sh uh, widespread shower activity. Nothing too major, just a few very light cells being pulled onshore. Hawaii Island kind of seeing the bulk of that, remnants of that surface trough from yesterday. Given flood chances yesterday, today, not so much. Still looking good on that front. Uh, so definitely might want to have an umbrella for eastern half of the state for our windward sides. You can see here as we cycle through our future satellite and radar, uh, looks like it's still going to be mostly dry. Trade winds still going to be good into this weekend, but a little bit more cloud cover will be bringing uh, the trade winds, uh, will be bringing in with the trade winds through this weekend. So definitely be careful. You can see into Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a little bit more cloud coverage, but still going to be a beautiful day with our trade winds still clocking up to 20 miles per hour, and that will continue for the extended forecast period. But we know the waves have been up. I went surfing yesterday, so we want to know how it is right now. So let's send things over to Surf News Network's Gary Cooley. GQ's got the word for you. Good morning, GQ. So where can hey. I try drop in on you today? Oh, well, you can do it at Bowls. You can do it up on the North Shore, but... The waves aren't going to be that special, not like yesterday. It's down everywhere. One to two on the north shore from this beautiful west-northwest. Peaked at three feet yesterday. There's more on the way, though. Chris, you can jump, drop in on me starting Friday all the way through the weekend. A beautiful west swell coming in, solid four feet. And then we even have an advisory level south swell next week. So August is just finishing off just incredibly. We're looking at one to two occasional three in town. Be patient for those. All the way out to Sandy's, barely occasional three, and Makapu'u, barely two. No warnings for Mariners in the deep blue, light to moderate trade winds. The trades are ramping tomorrow. The high tide's right now going low at lunch 30. The green flash at 7.03. The Dawn Patrol sunrise at 6.09. Here is today's need to know. Expect to see some higher COVID case numbers today. 472 new infections were reported yesterday, but that was only a partial count because of another lab glitch. Two more deaths were also reported. Dr. Anthony Fauci says an additional booster shot will be recommended for previously vaccinated people with weakened immune systems. He says an official announcement is expected soon. Two visitors from the mainland were caught for falsifying vaccination cards in order to travel to Hawaii. Norbert and Trevor Chung were arrested Sunday at the airport. They face a fine of up to $5,000 and one year behind bars. And like working from home, the state has launched a new site to help people find work opportunities to work from home remotely. For more information on the pilot project, head to k 2com 
A man accused of shoving a 69-year-old woman while she was walking along Baratania Street is expected in court today after being charged with assault. 37-year-old Jordan Wong remains in custody on $20,000 bail. He's accused of randomly attacking the woman, shoving her and causing her to fall into the street. Now, because the victim is older than 60, the crime is considered a Class C felony. And if convicted, Wong faces up to five years in prison. It's that time again to answer your Facebook questions about the coronavirus. And joining us to do that is the Lieutenant Governor and the state's COVID-19 liaison, Dr. Josh Green. All right, ready for the questions, Doc? Fire away. All right, the first question is from Zach. He wants to know, how do you quarantine when almost every member in your household is positive for COVID? Some family members are vaccinated, some are not. Well, for those who are actually positive together, they can spend time together. That's not a problem. If there are other individuals that have not yet caught COVID, those are the ones you have to separate. And it's very difficult because people live in multi-generational households. We have so many active cases, over 6,000 cases, we can't provide free rooms any longer for a lot of the people that catch COVID. So we have to do our best. Like when I caught COVID last September, we were lucky enough to put me in Sam's bedroom for 10 days and I stayed clear of everybody. The next question is from Christo. She wants to know, there was a lack of ventilators when COVID first hit last year. What's the status on those machines now? And is it still a concern? A great question. Uh, not a concern right now. So individuals, though, in high numbers in the hospital, 263 people in the hospital with COVID, uh, we only have 31 individuals with COVID on ventilators right now. We have 101 individuals with other health ailments that are on ventilators that are not COVID-related. That's 132. And we have uh, 573 ventilators in the state available. So we won't have a problem with the actual ventilators, but we do have a problem because the nursing ratio has to be one-to-one -one when you have someone on a ventilator, and we just don't have enough nurses to do all the shifts. That's why we're bringing in 550 additional critical care nurses and respiratory therapists to help the people of Hawaii. The people out there that are protesting getting vaccinated, who will, of course, catch COVID and some will end up in the hospital on ventilators, they will also benefit from these services because we care about everyone equally, even though they're protesting and making a bad mistake about getting vaccinated. The next question is from Brandon. He wants to know, why do they not test people for antibodies before giving them the vaccine? Because if you're unvaccinated, you benefit under any circumstance. If you've had COVID uh, and then you subsequently get over it, if you get vaccinated with or without antibodies, it will augment your immunity five to tenfold. So you want to get vaccinated under any circumstance. You can, of course, try to rely on natural immunity, but you're making a mistake to do it when you have this other weapon to get your immunity over the top. If you get vaccinated, if you get vaccinated, you have a 99.999% chance of avoiding death. If you don't get vaccinated, you could get repeat infections and you're, you'll be much more vulnerable. So that's why. The next question is from Kathy and she wants to know any update on FDA approval of the vaccines? About two weeks, it looks like to me. I think that it'll be two weeks from Friday if I had to venture a guess. It could come a little sooner. If people do uh, get the FDA approval across our country for first Pfizer, then ultimately Moderna and Johnson Johnson, we believe over half of the people that have been on the fence about getting vaccinated, and in Hawaii that's about 240,000 people, over half of those people will get vaccinated, and that will help us about another 8%. It will make a big difference. And I really respect people who want to be cautious. 
I have a concern about people who are using violent rhetoric and, and making other people afraid to get vaccinated. That's shameful. But I do think that some people have to pause and, and make that decision for themselves. It's a deeply personal decision. So the FDA approval will get another half of those people vaccinated. Also, soon we'll get FDA approval to vaccinate ages 5 to 11, which will help for people who are utterly dear to me, like my son, Sam. And the final question is from Rob. He wants to know, as a healthcare worker, I get beyond frustrated when unvaccinated people hold protests like walkout Wednesday, but then I have to help them when they come in for COVID. Why can't they just take the vaccine? I'm, I'm so sympathetic and I, let me just send extra respect to him and all the people who are out there working and taking care of everyone uh, who has COVID. I, I myself am doing shifts and took care of a lot of people last weekend and the subsequent weekend I will too. It's okay to go outside and drop a bunch of F-bombs about how frustrated you are and how hurt you are that uh, individuals who are selfishly not getting vaccinated are making you work double and triple shifts, are actually exposing you to the Delta variant. I understand. It just means that these are healthcare heroes more than ever before. You have my love and respect. And people who do choose to get vaccinated will also have my additional respect because they will then have taken the... Um, the decision in hand to make sure that not only are they safe, but the people that are around them and the healthcare providers and the first responders are also safe. We are in this together, everyone. There is no reason at all to expose other people that you love to COVID. It is very lethal for very many people. When could we start seeing COVID case numbers drop because of that, in addition, of course, to more vaccines being administered and are these latest restrictions enough to get Hawaii where it needs to be, or should the state make more changes? Well, the restrictions will begin to show effect seven to ten days after. They are very important. They send more than just the uh, actual policy uh, signal, which you have to go just to ten people indoors or 25 people outdoors as gatherings. They also send the signal that you absolutely should not gather at all if you are at risk, if you are uh, not vaccinated. All of these are just... Uh, guidance, really. These are the rules, of course. You could be in trouble if you break the rules. The numbers will decline because of that, because people have gathered much too much, especially if they're unvaccinated. Uh, but it's just a start. I have an incredible amount of respect for uh, Professor Brown at the university, and he makes some very good points also. Doing more testing will be valuable. One of the challenges there, uh, and, and uh, Dr. Brown suggests that we do the pre-testing again for anyone coming back. Well, I agree completely. Uh, but we're not allowed to legally force people to do that. The only uh, power the state has is to put people into quarantine if they don't. Uh, the right thing for people to do is to be vaccinated. Number one, be vaccinated. Two, wear your masks. And if you refuse to get vaccinated, know that you're putting your own uh, family members at risk when you come back because you probably will have caught the Delta variant when you're in your travels, and then you'll give it to your closest friends and family. So uh, it's, it's probably not enough to knock the virus out because Delta is spreading so rapidly. But it will help. Now, speaking of the vaccines, the FDA is expected to amend its emergency use authorizations for vaccines and approve very soon a booster shot for immunocompromised people. So, how would this work here in Hawaii if you're in that category? When should they get that booster after getting the second shot? Uh, it'll be fantastic for all people who have immunocompromised to go get that that in this case third shot and. It's uh, for people who have had organ transplant and are on immune suppression drugs. Uh, also, if your doctor writes a note to say that you are immune suppressed, we should honor that and also get those people a third shot. And finally, 
the time will come before too long that our kupuna will probably need to get a third shot sooner than other people because the very natural reality of our immune system is it wanes as we get older. So I think that will be another recommendation from the FDA and the CDC in the near future. All things uh, being equal, everyone will be able to get a booster over time. I would expect uh, for people who are healthy, like myself and you, uh, after a year, when it's been a year since you've been fully vaccinated, a booster will make sense. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KHON to go.